muted. I'm unmuted. Welcome to this week's Cosmic Prayer. I'm Laura Topper and we are here broadcasting on the amazing New Thought Media Network. And every week I invite a very, very um, inspirational, somebody that's inspirational for me and I know will inspire you as you're listening to their uh, idea of what prayer means and how that can uh, educate all of us to use prayer in, in a specific way to commune with this incredible uh, divine presence that is always, always here. And this week, uh, I'm very, very uh, blessed to be with somebody that uh, has a bit of intrigue to them and a bit of mystery. And this is what pulled me into inviting Reverend Raven onto the show. Reverend Raven uh, it has um, an incredible podcast called The Raising Vibrations Radio Podcast. Uh, Reverend Raven is a psychic muse and a neurologist and a reverend, of course, and so absolutely connected and knowing her connection with the divine presence. And I feel so honored to be here this week uh, with Reverend Raven. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Well, thank you very much. I feel blessed and honored just oh, to be on your show. It's thank amazing. You. Thank you for being here. I wanted to get you into the actual stream so that you are seen on the stream. <laughs> um, your, your icon won't show up on the, it's not showing up at the moment as coming on to the actual video. Have you got something turned off there? Uh, no, I, I do not. Do you, uh, uh, on stream screen type of thing, uh, down at the bottom, uh, uh is yeah, that highlighted? you're coming in with audio only. So, uh, you need to check. You've got your camera off at the bottom. All right. Let's see here. There so, we go. That's it. Okay. So my icon's not showing up though anymore. Your icon's so. not showing up, and yeah. so yeah, you're here though. That's the main thing. <laughs> yes, there's a space for you there. If your icon appears, then then that is fantastic. Other than this, I know that your icon is a raven, and that's you are a raven. You you represent yourself as the archetype or the symbolism of a, of a raven, and I'm just so intrigued with this because the raven has so, such specific spiritual meanings and i'd really really love you to speak on on this for a moment why the raven so a raven brings uh truth into any situation uh they they're they're they peer in and they shed light into a dark space and they bring nothing but truth which is what we're all here for is to honor and recognize our own truth. So the Raven fit that perfectly for my icon. And when I became a Reverend, I even got ordained as Reverend Raven. Oh, that is amazing. And does that have an emotional connection with you as well? Is the Raven something that's been you know, presented in and out of your life? Um, well, I, yes, I mean, a raven, I see ravens everywhere I go. Um, they appear in my life, uh, ever since I was a little girl. 
and 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 not to mention Edgar Allan Poe here with the the Raven story, you know, the Raven coming to spread truth to him uh, in his mind. So uh, I always love that story, but I have seen Ravens ever since I would I can remember as a child. So that's where the significance of the bird uh, comes in for me. Yeah, and it's it, what's coming. This this sense of freedom, this it's like flying free. I know that might sound a little bit cheesy, but it's, it's just this freedom, this truth spreading its wings, and uh, and touching touching so many people with that, with with the expanse of that. So do you see? That's how um, you know. That's how your, your ministry, if you like, is has it as being this um, this bringer of light. The world. I, I get that feeling right now of, of you as that the and the raven shining your light. Yeah, I mean that's uh, not only uh, for the 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 podcasts I do and and just showing up in everyday life, uh, even as not as Reverend Raven, but as myself. Uh, I, I'm always constantly uh, being a supportive role of, of bringing light into a situation. And in fact, uh, I've been called a solutionary recently, and I'm going to be on a television show called that. Uh, oh, you know, we're wow. going to be recording on the 18th of November. So uh, it's all about... Uh, for me, doing what's for the greater good of our community, of our planet, for everyone involved, and letting everybody know how special they are, and they can get involved and and help each other out. Instead of us having problems, let's all create solutions. I love that. Evolutionary, solutionary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what is your... How does how does prayer piece into this, if at all, for you? And and um, what is the sim significance of prayer for you as a solutionary? So prayer, um, people call it prayer. Some people call it meditation. Uh, some people call it gratitude. Uh, there's many names for uh, prayer, but how it fits in my life is. I have to do it daily. I have to come to uh, what we call here in the South meeting of Jesus minds and, uh, and have, you know, practice gratitude every day and, or mindfulness and, and just sit and, and be one with source and the whole collective all at the same time mm -hmm. that's doing it at the same time I'm doing it and connecting mm -hmm. those energies together so that uh, we're all doing something positive every day. And I think that's very important. Uh, without, without prayer, mindfulness, meditation, uh, we create more chaos in our life. Mm -hmm. And this just rings in, you know, it's like lassoing in the chaos and, and, and just giving it to source to allow it to stream back into a more uh, uniform, um, I don't know, some calmness, as you would say. It brings calmness into my life. What's it do for you? It centers me and it allows me to um, 
to know, you know, that light, that truth that you're talking of, it allows me to know that there is, that really is what's happening rather than what I think is happening in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I create a story of. And so in that time when I'm, yeah, centering daily, tw once, twice, sometimes three times a day, uh, whenever, and then uh, being uh, becoming aware of that in my daily activities that I can actually live as that while I'm doing the washing up. Um, or whatever it is I'm doing, that that in that mundane moment, seeming mundane moment, there is this incredible thread of truth. And I think in prayer, I get that that space that like you said to to be with that and witness it. Yes, and practice it. Practice yeah. it. Yes. Do you notice when you don't do it for a, a, oh. a period of time, what happens to you? That's amazing that you said that last week. I didn't. <laughs> and I noticed the chaos in my mind. Yes. I yes. noticed the out picturing of it in my mind from my idea of it. And I, and I realized, just, hey, this is because I haven't been, I've stepped away from, from my regular routine. Um, yeah, it's amazing. That's such a great question when, when you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a I'm one of those people that test that theory all the time, yeah. off and on, and I notice a big difference from when I do it and when I don't do it. And I notice my attitude towards people or my situation in my life in the very moment uh, that it's going on uh, when I pray and when I don't pray. So there's a big notice instantly for me i don't know if it's for you but instantly i know oh wait i need to stop whatever i'm doing in the moment and take time and get centered with prayer and meditation or mindfulness right there in that moment mm -hmm. so uh i can bring myself back to a non-chaotic world in that moment and of course it's not that the the seeming chaos is going to stop it's how we, um, how I align to that or not. My, the, the decision within me um, to actually go there with the story or not. Yes. And, and I believe what you're saying is so true that when, when, those, when there are those times where I'm not doing it, where I'm not praying intentionally, then I notice that I feel out of control. I feel like I haven't got this whatever control is, but I feel a bit like, ooh, <laughs> I'm not grounded uh, as much as I would like to be. Yeah. Yes, it, it really, it, it does help with the being grounded for one, you know, but it also, too, it raises your vibration. Mm -hmm. Whenever we pray, it raises our vibration to attract those things that we've been wanting to attract into our lives, too. Including ideas. Yes. And I love what you said before about, you know, when, when you're praying or when you're sitting in that silence and communing, that you know that, you know, millions, hopefully billions of people on this planet of sentient beings are making the choice to do so too and that as a collective that's what you you're you're tuning into that collective knowing that this is the healing this is the revealing that's happening um from a from a 
a really on a really vast level with us all doing this together so it, it kind of like then for me what that brings up is it's our responsibility to pray to be in that place as a yes, collective we, individually yes. and then together yes Yes, we do have a responsibility for everything that's going on in our own life. I mean, and so uh, uh, we're all responsible for everyone being here on this planet because we're all one, right? Yeah. So we're all we're all responsible for each other. We should be all uplifting and supporting each other and and we should all be praying for each other. Yeah, we might get mad at somebody over something, but that doesn't that's not important. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just an ego trip going on at that moment. Yeah. The, 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 the most important thing uh, is that we remember we're here for love, to experience that love and to uplift and support each other every chance we get. And so prayer, uh, uh, the collective that does that, you know, uh, we're changing and we're seeing it. And there's been scientific proof of prayer showing the changes that are going on and the energy it's amazing when we all come together and pray together as a whole like that it's it's kind of true like the bible says one or two uh that pray in my oh, name you're going to see miracles happen and you do you yeah. really do and and the power of of saying yes to um you know, because for many people, the people that are watching right now, by the way, we're on New Thought Media Network with Reverend Raven, and I'm just feeling so blessed to be having this incredible conversation with you, Reverend Raven, right now. Because um, it, it's, it's coming back to this sense of feeling or knowing it's our responsibility. It's like we get the choice, we get the chance to choose to say, yes, I'm going to. I'm going to make it my business as if it were to sit and to know the truth for 10 minutes, twice, three times a day, uh, or whatever it takes to, to know and to reprogram, refresh my own knowing of this. And um, wouldn't it be amazing if that were taught in schools for children oh. to, to know that and to grow up with that, that it's a vibrational responsibility? Well, I actually did grow up in school systems uh, with a moment of silence for mm -hmm. prayer, uh, it, you know, and I wasn't in a Catholic school or a, a church school. This was in the public school systems in the South. Uh, I grew up in the South of the United States. Um, and so uh, that's considered the buckle of the Bible Belt area, uh, so to speak, uh, where I in Tennessee. And so um, I grew up with that. And, and here's the funny thing. My parents did not push me to go to church as a child. Uh, it wasn't even talked about. God wasn't even talked about. The universe, any of this stuff wasn't even talked about. You know, you live, you die. That's the end of it. Uh, at, the, at a very young age, I started seeking out friends that went to churches. And I would go to their churches. And I would let the Holy Spirit of prayer come inside my body each time I went to one of these experiences. And I would get baptized right on the spot. I don't know how many times I've been dunked in my life. <laughs> with the Holy Spirit of water, getting wet at church, going home wet after a church service. So, 
It was wow. amazing. It, you just get it caught up in the moment and you feel that energy of love and support and you just go for it and you do it. And I love that feeling. And I got to experience it at such a young age and I did it. I guess I was about, I started around nine or 10 years old and continued it on through high school, going to different uh, types of um, churches and learning any type of religion that I could. Uh, and, and, and speaking of religion, religion is man-made. Mm -hmm. Spiritualism is source. That's a not, you know, that's not a man-made religious. We're not, religion was, uh, I feel like this is just my opinion was created to control man yeah. with fear. I have that same opinion. <laughs> you got that same opinion. I have that same, same opinion. <laughs> And, and spiritualism is is for us all to love each other, you know, and and let's all play together very well in the sandbox and and share everything. So, and work out our seeming differences from love, from the point of love. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question again? And and you say like being in the sand pit and and playing together, and there are going to be differences, of course. So we're yes. invited to work those out through love as love oh amazing that I, a lot of us don't realize that we come on this planet to learn how to experience forgiveness yes you know and not necessarily for the person in the sandbox but your own no. forgiveness yes <laughs> i mean who cares not that i don't say that person in the sandbox is you the other person is you but basically you're learning to forgive yourself because our minds are very powerful and they say some pretty awful things that you wouldn't even say to another human being to yourself. And so this is where uh, prayer comes in to help you to learn forgiveness of yourself for thinking that thought in the first place. I mean, yeah. that's what all you need forgiveness for is that thought that you had. Yeah. And, and for allowing ourselves, we allow ourselves, don't we, to be in, in such turmoil in our minds often oh. and and in our lives and you you talked of chaos earlier you know we create this chaos thinking that you know we've got the the, the plan for our lives and it has to be suffering and it has to be a struggle and and we live into that um for me forgiveness is is like oh i'm, I'm forgiving myself for going there <laughs> but actually going there and thinking my life has to be like that in order for it to work. Yeah. And, and, and forgiveness is a really big one, especially for people that were brought up in the church. Let's say the Catholic church, for instance, um, which is based on guilt. And a lot of people out there uh, that I met along my way, um, they have uh, been brought up in guilt and, and they let guilt control their life right now. And it's hard for them to forgive themselves because of the upbringing that they had with the, the deep rooted guilt. And that goes ingrains in our brain. Like you yeah. have to kind of rewrite that programming. Which and is a daily practice. It's a daily practice. So do you believe because, or do you feel that, you know, often this guilt or whatever it is, fear, you know, ultimately that's holding us back. It's not always easy, is it, to pinpoint that it is that. And 
you know, we are so deeply programmed and patterned with with these uh, these seeming, you know, these beliefs that we we have. They're not always obvious. And do you believe that prayer, by being willing to commune, um, that that in the act of pray, praying, prayer, meditation, mindfulness, gratitude, that that can kind of uh, kind of allow these unsupportive ideas to bubble up to the surface even if we're not asking for that to happen because it opens up a space i i actually do believe that um that you were not aware of a certain situation that was ingrained in your brain and you've been, you know, and you've been practicing mindfulness or prayer and all of a sudden in, and everything's going good in your life, but then a situation arises, even though you've been praying and meditating and practice mindfulness and you've been a really good person, there are things that are going to bubble up to the surface because those are allowing us to have an experience that we asked to have while we were down here on this planet, this big old playground that we uh, created together. And it allows us to, to experience our light in a way that we can experience when we're illuminated with 10,000 other people at the same time. You know, so we play wow. around in the darkness to, to, show how bright our light is wow i love what you are saying i love it it's like you're saying it from such a a newer fresh perspective when we hear something we can hear it very often many many times in many different ways and then we hear it from somebody it's like oh my gosh <laughs> light bulb moment <laughs> Yes, it's yeah. really, really important to feel yourself as the light. And so the only way to do that sometimes is to, to go into the darkness and understand that you are a light and you are here to not only love yourself, but to love others as yourself. So that's, again, that's where prayer comes in. And, and brings up all those experiences for you because you you decided what you wanted to experience when you came down here. So you are, a you know, as a reverend and a pr pr practitioner and, you know, psychic news and numerologist, you, you help individuals to work this out for themselves or to see this for themselves, to kind of lift the veil for themselves and you know you must i i i work with women and you know i i often hear and i've lived through that experience myself where the rug has been pulled we feel like the rug has been pulled from our lives and that happened for our you know collectively during the last year and a half the rug's been pulled and everybody's kind of like oh my god what are we going to do now and when that happens on an individual level we we often can't see that light because we we believe that we believe the story rather than the truth of it um so it takes a lot of practice i, I for me personally it takes practice to to remind myself that 
I am this light. This light is always here. It always has been. It always will be. It's not going anywhere. And the situation that's happening is an experience that I get to, to play out in, to, to test, if you like, these truths. Um, how, how, what, how would you speak on that if for somebody that's listening right now, Reverend Raven, that might be going through a whole cataclysm of stuff? So I'll just say that when I was learning about all this, uh, somewhere around, I guess I was around 31 years of age when I had my first experience of um, all of this because it was all new to me. And I, I, I being being that I was a devout Baptist at the time of my uh, husband's death, it's, it was such a sudden death. Um, it, what opened, it cracked wide open for me was that I was going to church. There was whispers. Nobody was talking to me. So here I was in this very dark situation all of a sudden because people thought I killed him. I was 21 years older than he was. He died from an oral abscess. Uh, the dentist forgot to give him antibiotics and he died from sepsis. So he died within 48 hours going to the dentist. But people accused me of drugging him. There was a police investigation. Now, when I do something big, I do something big. So we're going to get the, the police involved. We're going to have the whole community involved. And we're going to have the community testing me as a person. And this is like... All of a sudden, there's this is what we were talking about. You can pray, and then these situations show up in your life. I was only 31 years old when this happened. Naive from the South, you know, this happy-go-lucky kind of person. And then all of a sudden, this situation where I'm being accused of all this stuff. Now, mind you, I chose to have that experience. I don't know what I was thinking when I did that, when I came down here. But that was a, a I explained it as that was the playpen I decided to play in for a while. When I got tired of that playpen, I jumped out of it. Mm -hmm. quickly mind you because nobody likes to be accused of murder mm -hmm. uh you jump out of that but it gave me a chance to practice some forgiveness on a big old major level because his family accusing me uh at the at the grave site and i wasn't invited back to the mom's house um I had to tell them, you know, you're going to find out the truth one of these days. And I want you to know that when you find the truth, I forgive you. You don't have to contact me and tell me you found out. But I just want you to know I forgive you for your treatment. And and that was a 31-year-old girl. Because at 31, you're still a girl. Yeah. You know, you're, you're still new to life. Uh, especially if you were brought up being... Uh, that that whole that whole childhood thing of being uh kept in um a box so to speak and not really go out to experience the world and then when i left and that's my first experience like that was really crazy yeah and and so that was my first opportunity to uh express forgiveness to complete strangers i didn't even know but also for myself for having that thought for uh, creating that moment it, you know, because uh, the people that are in your environment at that moment is just a creation of your mind. Mm -hmm. And so that that thought of that person coming over and saying, hey, I know you killed, you know, my brother. And we're going to get you and you're going to do jail time. 
And and then I said to her, well, you know what? You're going to find out that I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And and you're going to want to you call me up and ask for my forgiveness. You don't have to, though. Uh, just let you know, I already forgive you and let's just end this right now. And so, wow, that was my first, that's when my spirituality, it did. I didn't believe in any of this stuff until that experience. So mine was huge. Huge. Yeah. And, and, and yet, do you also feel that it has to be huge as to become the teacher? To become the teacher with 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 impact that's going to make a difference to people's individuals' lives, we have to go through these experiences to then realize there's another way. And you did yeah. that by yourself, forgiving without, yeah. yeah, forgiving without even asking, you know, just saying, you know, I'm I'm holding this space for forgiveness. That's very yeah. powerful. And I really didn't know how powerful that statement was at that time. Again, it wasn't until after I got back home because I had to take him to New York to get buried. And I came back down to Florida and, and then all these, when I did that, all these amazing things started happening to me. Um, I, I got to meet a gentleman that created a magazine called One Heart Magazine, which was a spiritual magazine who interviewed different uh, mediums and psychics. And, and I got to talk to James Von Prague you know, and, and, uh, Dr. Weiss. And it was incredible. The whole thing just blew up and all these great experiences started happening to me. And I've had a wild ride since then. Oh, you opened your heart. Yes, I I did. And and I went and I went to go work for a magazine called One Heart Magazine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it was totally incredible journey. And, and, and I don't regret any of anything that's happened in my life. You know, I, well, every experience I've had is at least helped one person in my life from whatever I experienced is at least help one person. And that's great. That's all we need to do is help one person with their life. And, and you've created uh, uh, the best gift in the whole wide world. Yes. And an an immense ripple because because once that one person sees themselves differently, that's going to affect many other people that come into contact with that person. Yes. And, and so I would just tell everyone that when you are, you know, going through a difficult situation, just to go in and if you don't know how to handle it, just start praying. That's the best thing right there in the moment. If you don't understand what's going on in your life and you don't understand, you know, the uh, why this happened to you, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So you can have this great experience so you can remember how great your light is. And that's how I would explain it to people. You know, just, re, you know, you're having this experience so you can remember how bright your light is. And for, for some, that may not be as simple as it, you know, if, if these experiences, when these experiences happen, to make our go-to gratitude, that takes, that takes a bit of a trained mind, doesn't it, to, to see it 
you know, because there's a shock. It's like, oh my gosh. And yet I, I, I really love what you've shared that, you know, you turned, you turned to forgiveness. That was your go-to and that was a new thing for you and it changed your life by opening your heart. So that's such a teaching for people that even if we can't see it for ourselves, to be grateful, there is always something we can be grateful for, isn't there? Oh, yes. I mean, I was thankful and I had so much gratitude for my husband coming in my life in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and, and we were only married three months when he passed away. You know, it was a very short, I met him, uh, I only knew him two years of my life. So there was a year of courtship and, and then we lived together for a while and then we just got married and, and then he was gone. But I learned so much about myself in that short two year period of time before this incident even occurred. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was so thankful. I had a life I'd never had experienced before, you know, uh, he, a beautiful soul. And I'm so thankful that he was a part of my life and he allowed me to have this experience. So I have, I owe a debt of gratitude to him. Even in spirit, I thank him all the time for that because it started me down at a whole different path that I wasn't even yes. thinking of going down. Yes. Wow. That's incredible to realize that, isn't it? That mm -hmm. through that, through that mess, seeming mess, here you are shining your light and sharing this teaching through what you're doing and through your radio uh, show. Uh, Reverend Raven is here with us on the cosmic prayer. This is an incredible conversation really going into, you know, her own personal story and how prayer and forgiveness and communing with this one amazing presence has changed her life. And we're on Evil Media Network, so welcome here for listening at whatever point you may get to hear this or see this, whether it's on YouTube or as a podcast or on Facebook. Welcome to this Cosmic Prayer. So Reverend Raven, I'd like to ask you, you know, as a, because also you, you bring numerology and you're a psychic muse and I love this. How does numerology play into this? So numerology plays into this because one, I have a, such a love for numbers. Every number that appears into your life has a meaning. And then we I love have them too. <laughs> Yes, aren't they? They're yeah. everywhere. And they have messages. Yes, they, they have, that's like, if you don't notice the animals, you know, we get messages all over the place, either an animal, like a blue jay just flew in my backyard and looked at me yeah. and started singing. I found a feather or I look at the clock and it's the same time every day at the same time. So that's a, a message. So you can look up what that means. And, uh, you know, on the internet, it's available to everybody to see what the angels or spirit or God is trying to tell you in that moment, you know, so though I love numerology and then there's the life path, you know, that's very important to know. Um, uh, your life path tells you one, are you learning? Um, in what spectrum are you in? Uh, if you look at you, uh, numerology in a, and it's a U, the letter U, on the left-hand side of the U, you got one through 10. 
And then on the right-hand side of the U, you got 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, all the derivatives of 11. And 11 is master energy. So my life path number coming into this world was a 4711. Now, mind you, Jesus Christ's consciousness and Buddha, Krishna, they all came in as a 33 vibration and they've only been here one time. So I've been here more times than they've ever been here uh, because I keep choosing to come back. And so uh, how did you what, how, sorry to interrupt? I'm just if you, you could just backtrack. How did you know that you were a 47? 11 how did you work that out so i do the pythagorean math math uh math uh, uh oldest math thing and so i take my day my 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 i'm january 22nd and 1968 so you add the one in the uh, 22 that's 23 then you add the one in the nine which is 10 and you uh, the six and the eight is 14 so you got 24. So you got 24 and 22. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I did something. I mean, 23. <laughs> so you get, when you add that up, you get 47 and four and seven together equals 11. Okay. So back to the 22. You add that back in again. Okay, so you you're not you're only gonna so I added January, which is a one, to my date of birth, which is the twenty second, and twenty second is a derivative of eleven. So that day alone, right there, I was born on an eleven vibration yes. day, which is world uh, twenty two is international money, is what that means. So, um, ah, it's that vibration of attraction and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of it. So you got, so I added the one in the 22, which is 23. And then 23 right. to 24 is 27, uh, 47. So 47. that's 47. And then you add the four and the seven, which equals 11. Now there's different methods in numerology of adding numbers up to get your life path. I prefer that method. It is the oldest method out there, the Pythagorean method. Because he was the father of mathematics. So yes. why not go with the, the and he believed that numbers had meanings. Yes. As well. You know, so I, I love the Pythagorean method, but there's several different methods out there. You do what you feel is comfortable for you to get your life path. But life path is adding up the numbers in your date of birth. Amazing. And how do you feel that this really inspires you when you see a number? It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is well, it, it's a reminder of why I'm here, I, you know, or it, when I see a number that like I need that message for myself, it's just a reminder, you know, all we're just doing when we're here on this planet is remembering. So if numbers help me to remember, then yes, that's what I resonate to. If a bird talking to you as you're walking down the street is your reminder, that's great too. There's, it's, there's no right or wrong in all in any of this stuff that's the amazing part here everybody whatever it is for you is amazing yeah so um so i just want to ask you before we kind of um come to a, a you know the end of this here because what you're saying is I, i'm what i'm hearing is there's so many uh variations or what no of the one there are so many ways uh and so many frequencies and vibration and that prayer 
is about also an understanding that we can use all of these amazing tools um, like you're talking about numerology as an amazing tool to guide us to show us um, that not necessarily whether we're right or wrong or should be doing this or should be doing that it's like you're saying it's a reminder of coming back to the truth and I think that that's really come through for me talking with you it's just how I'm reminded that prayer is that reminder prayer is that reminder amongst all of the other things that are here and it's all God <laughs> yes yeah it is. And, and you, you know, Laura, what you're doing by taking the courage and being vulnerable and showing up to do this program it, it, it is, is a tool for other people to remember how amazing they are. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm, I, this program was birthed out of chaos in my life, complete and utter chaos. Uh, last year and meeting Reverend Robert living in a homeless shelter you know a long a saga which I'm not going to go into here and it's for me it's, it was about saying yes yes this is important because I'm not the only one going through this seeming mess at the moment we're all experiencing something with or without COVID we experience these these dichotomies in our lives and we're um, and we're always being invited to see that truth at the back of everything and yes. for, for me prayer is that constant invitation and it is a good one yeah. <laughs> prayer is a good one you know mindfulness prayer meditation gratitude all of that it's all good there's no yeah. right or wrong in any of that's that. right so Reverend Raven, where can uh, listeners and viewers find you uh, online? Are you present online? Do you have Facebook? Uh, or do you have a website? Yeah, I have all those things. Um, uh, I'm kind of guilty. You know, the, the website is kind of falling off to the wayside, but I do have a website. Uh, I have two of them. It's uh, Raising uh, Vibration Radio, uh, dot com. Uh, also I have the Reverend Raven.com. Uh, and then Facebook, I do a, a podcast every Saturday night at 8 PM Eastern standard time. Yeah. Uh, and it's, so that's Facebook, uh, dot com or for, I think it's.com forward slash raising vibes vibrations. And then, yep. um, and then we have a group called Raising Vibrations for All. Uh, so we're out there on social media, always by Raising Vibration. Mm -hmm. Then Reverend Raven has her own Facebook page too, as well. Fantastic. So people can tune in with you there and find out more about you. And if they want to work with you, if they would like you to, um, to guide them through, uh, then you offer one-to-one -one um, sessions as well. Yes, I, I do. Uh, a, a lot of practitioners come to me and use it. I'm a great sounding board, great listener. And then I, you know, something triggers within me to help them remember their light. So, uh, 
I don't general public uh, population uh, doesn't use me, but the light practitioners out there that that have lost their way a little bit need a little nudge back in the right direction, which there's no right or wrong direction. And I keep telling people that. But yeah. yes, yes, I do one on one sessions. Fantastic. And that's really important to know because we all go through those times uh, more often than not when we you know, we need that reminder. It's really important. <laughs> yes. Whoever we are, we need that reminder because someone can feel like it's uh, that often it's it's greater than the truth. And I love that that you can remind people that that is not the case, is it? No. Nope, that's not the case. And it, it, just remember that you're a beautiful light being that you are loved and supported. And, you know, if you just hang on to that vibration, the world is your oyster. Yeah. So Reverend Raven, would you, um, I, I always ask guests to do this super guests at the end of the show to just bring us into a place of prayer for a few moments and guide that. Would you be willing to do that now in the cosmic prayer? Oh, yes, it would be my pleasure. Thank you oh, for the opportunity. Yes, I'll come out. You can. All right. So um, I'm just going to ask you guys to close your eyes and, and take a couple of deep breaths. Inhale. And exhale. Feel comfortable in your chair. Breathe in, breathe out, release any of those worries or negative thoughts in your brain, just see blackness in your brain like you do right now on the screen. And I'm just going to say a little prayer. Thank you, God, universe, spirit guides, saints, past loved ones. Thank you so much for being a part of our lives. Thank you for the experiences that you've allowed us to have. Thank you for the blessings and many love surprises that we will witness today. Thank you for the sunshine, the rain, the wind, the snow. Thank you for everyone that steps into our life to allow us to experience our light, our love, our happiness, our joy, our sadness. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to play on this planet and to learn from each other, to uplift and support and help each other out. I mean, that's basically our goal. And you give us that opportunity every day. We are so blessed and so honored to be here because not everybody gets to come down and play in this place. And, you know, got to play on this wonderful thing we call Earth. And we can experience heaven right now because of you, because right now you're giving us the vibration, the energy, the love to feel that heaven on earth experience right now as we pray to you. Thank you so much for your love and your energy and the oneness that we get to call God universe. Thank you so much. In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
And so it is. And so it is, yes. Thank you, Reverend Raven, for being here and for sharing and for inspiring me and whoever is listening and watching and viewing right now. Because I know that it's if it lands, it lands. And when it lands, it's needed. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, Laura, thank you so much for allowing me to be a guest on your podcast. It's been oh, an honor and a pleasure. You are welcome here whenever you feel to uh, to come and share if there's new new that you want to share and bring to the world. Uh, to whoever's listening, then please let me know and come back to Cosmic Prayer. It's an, a blessing for to be to be to know you and to and to be able to. Um, just be the facilitator for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so everybody listening, uh, this is Laura and I have been with the incredible, inspirational Reverend Raven for the past 49 minutes. And, uh, and what a blessing, what an absolute blessing, Reverend Raven, you are. For anybody that would like to know more about Reverend Raven, you can check her out and the Raising vibrations radio podcast and which is on facebook and you can reach out to reverend raven through facebook also this is the cosmic prayer and um we're here every week and uh i am just feeling so grateful to have connected heart to heart with you here today new thought media network is a an online uh focus ministry uh ministered by Reverend Robert Brzezinski and so many presenters show up here daily sharing all sorts of shows, broadcasts and if this is feeds you and if this is something that you love there is a love offering link down below and you are welcome to be in the flow with New Thought Media Network and Give Consciously. Other than that, I will be back here next Monday and uh, and a bit in between with other shows and love and blessings to everybody watching and to uh, Reverend Raven. Till next time. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. <laughs>